pardon the interruption. If you're a cuckold gentleman, a stag, a voyeur, or maybe you're just a woman that likes to watch amateur BBC porn, if you are, I got a question to ask you. Do you want to follow Doc Chocolate's sexy ass adventures in playtime that I have with the most gorgeous hot wives, queens of spades, and milfs out there? Now, if you answered yes, then you want to go ahead and pause this episode right now and go to my website at bullsandqueens.com and subscribe to my OnlyFans page. So that's going to be at bullsandqueens.com, bullsandqueens.com, and click that button that says OnlyFans. And what's going to happen is you're going to get access to my personal collection of videos, pictures of my kinky lifestyle adventures in my playtime that I have with my friends with benefits and you'll also be able to chat with me and the other fans and also do custom requests and I am on there daily so for access to my OnlyFans for a limited time only you guys I want you to go to bullsandqueens.com click that link that says OnlyFans and join the fan club I'll see you on the other side. Now, back to the spicy episode. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, Cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host. That super sexy, bold black man candy, Doc Chocolate. What's up, everybody? It is your man, Doc Chocolate BBC. And the BBC doesn't stand for British Broadcasting Company. It stands for what? My guess. Do you want, do you want me to answer that? Yeah. Big black cock. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> Big black cock. Ooh, see, she just turned me on like that. And I was telling her, I was telling her, I was like, your Australian accent just like gets me all types of way. But we'll talk about that here in a second. But you are now in another episode of the Bulls and Queens experience. And I have a very, very beautiful lady whom I shall introduce here in just a moment. And hopefully she doesn't cover up. She's a little bit cold where she's at right now. So hopefully she doesn't cover up with her shawl because she's just all types of beautiful and gorgeousness. <laughs> but um, I want you guys, you ladies, to make sure that you go to the website at bullsandqueens.com. And make sure you check out my media, my OnlyFans, uh, where you can check out my lifestyle and my hot wifing adventures that I have with beautiful ladies. Hopefully this lady gets that I'm interviewing here in a second. But check it out. And heck, by the time you listen to this, I may not even 
have OnlyFans anymore, but <laughs> me, <laughs> me and my guests will discuss that here in a second. Whatever platform you're listening to this on, if it is Google or Spotify or Apple, make sure you leave me a five-star review. And then last but not least, you guys, ladies, make sure you get yourself a free copy of the Bulls, the Queens, and the Cucks Lifestyle Guide to the... I fucked it up. So make sure you get the Bulls, the Queens, and the Cucks Survival Guide to the Lifestyle. It is my free gift to you because I'm a nice guy until I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, let me give this pretty lady an introduction. So she is a rated X adult <laughs> entertainer and performer. She is the Aussie MILF living in the USA. She is an adult entertainer. Her name is Miss Lucy Power. How are you Woo! doing? Girl? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on. So I've actually been uh, peeping you out for a very, very long time. I love uh, I love your media. I love your collabs. Um, you've done a lot of collabs with uh, people that I know, and yeah. I find you quite hot. So uh, I <laughs> I was all up in your inbox. I was like, can you please <laughs> shoot with me? And she was like, no. <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet but I, I i i definitely will and the one thing that i uh love about you lucy is uh not only are you a gorgeous uh woman but you also have like a lot of like energy and you know mm. you got like a super positive spirit so oh, have you been you. told that before about your yes personality yes yeah absolutely okay. but i think it's just because i am positive and i am um, fun loving and I do have energy and so I guess people just notice that and they like to comment on it so yeah it's just me that's good that's good, that's good. <laughs> and I think one the thing that uh, I saw was you actually shot with uh, Angel and Chris Minks yes they were amazing yeah yeah mm -hmm. and you did a scene where it was I think you were the counselor or the therapist right Yes, right. I was the unethical therapist. Ooh, the unethical therapist. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. How how unethical were you? <laughs> well, I don't think therapists are meant to have sex with their clients. So that's how unethical I was. Well, knowing Chris, like, I'm pretty sure he didn't have any problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> No, they were both totally okay with it. And my clients always are. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I become one of your, your clients? You just have I to ask therapy. me. <laughs> well, I can help you. I can help you with anything. <laughs> well, I'm a virgin. So can you help me with that? Oh, I definitely can help you with that. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> and Lucy. Tell us how we can best reach you at. Like, what's the best spot for us to reach you at and all that yeah, good stuff? The best way to get in touch with me is through email because I just have, I get way too many DMs on my social media and I don't trust social media either. Like, I could lose it in a heartbeat. 
So the best, and I have the same email and it is the only email I have. It's lucypowerproductions at gmail.com. Now, having said that though, I don't use that for like just random chatting, sexting or hold on, sorry. Oh my God. Someone's trying to call me. Just let me hang that up. Uh, Till Chris is stop calling you. <laughs> no, Chris Minx, right. Chris Minx, stop calling my girl Lucy. And you guys, it's Lucy with an I. So it's L-U-C-I. And power yes. is P-O-W-E-R. Yes, that's correct. Um, so yeah, you can send me an email, but I, I I won't respond to all emails. If it's just a general someone saying, Hi, you're sexy, I won't respond. If you know, if someone wants to book me but doesn't give me the correct information, I won't even respond because I get that many. Um, requests, bookings, emails. It has to be professional. I have to know exactly what's going on before I'm even going to bother responding to it. So, but if, if someone wants to get in touch with me to request a booking or a shoot, a collab, whatever, any more information about any other services I might provide, um, then yeah, they have to email me. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And I find myself that I get inundated with a lot of like random like DMs where, like you mm-hmm. said, people are like, DMing me and they're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bye. And uh, it, sometimes yeah. like I, I've gotten to the point where I just send people my cash out. Like that's my response. Oh, that's a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> and if someone were to pay me, I would I would look twice and I would go back to that message and and respond to them. So yeah. Yeah, because it, it's like I literally get like 40 to 50 DMs a day. And uh, mm. I, you know, now if you uh, DM me and you actually have something of substance to say, yeah. then yeah, yeah, I'll correspond with you, you know, yes. but like, me too. Uh, hi, I no, don't bye, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. So, all right. So tell us a little bit more about how you got started so your lifestyle initially is that correct yes yes i've i've been in and out of the lifestyle since since my my first son was born my only son since my son was born about 19 years ago that's when i first entered in and just sort of dabbled very lightly you know for those first 15 years um and but then got more into it um when i met my second husband because we're just so open and so fun-loving and and I was in the industry as well. So it was easier to sort of um, find people in the lifestyle and explore more that way. So um, probably more so for the last six years. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so we were, like, playing around in the industry and, and shooting at the same time and then in the lifestyle. And I, after I separated from my first husband, that's when I really went into the lifestyle more because I was a unicorn and it was so fun. And <laughs> I knew yeah, I knew a lot of guys, a lot of single guys who were in the lifestyle and I couldn't really play with them because my, my husband at the time, my ex-husband, he wasn't really, he didn't really fit into the lifestyle. I don't think he probably should have been in it. Um, so when I separated, it was way more fun and I really explored a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, like, was your ex-husband, was he kind of like the type where uh, he just wanted you to play with certain people? or? I think he, he, he introduced the lifestyle to me and I think what he wanted was he wanted to probably have sex with people outside of our marriage but didn't realise that what happened was I got all the attention at the parties and he didn't get any. So he became very jealous. 
Well, but I mean, that's, I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, look, I mean, (laughs) you're, you're (laughs) a very attractive woman. And Mm. even if you weren't, ladies are nine times out of 10, they're going to get more attention than the guys. Let's just be real. You know, I, I, I'm still married to uh, my uh, ex, Caramel, yep. and she's an absolutely beautiful woman. So, yeah. like, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess I'm no, no ragtag looking dude either, but, you know, still. Yeah, you're hot. <laughs> thank you. See, you're just saying that because I'm interviewing her. <laughs> but, like, it, I will be crazy if I would think that this beautiful woman, I'm going to get more attention than she is. Like, that's silly in my you know but so okay so you uh split up from your first guy and then Mm. were a unicorn and tell me tell us about that lucy yeah that was fun i i mostly would set up like private hookups with the swinging guys that i knew because it could it could get a little bit overwhelming actually as a unicorn going to a party (laughs) i can imagine alone yeah so alone i would go Alone, yes, but I would go with um, some of the single guys as well as like a, a couple and and swing and then I could sort of go and do my own thing and have fun with them at the same time. So I did that a little bit. Um, yeah, and then I met my my now current partner who's now my husband and, uh, yeah, we mostly just played a lot together. We did some filming and that's sort of how we um, got into the filming side of things. But we've we've only played a little bit at some parties together because uh, we just we just were easing into it because he had never like didn't know about the lifestyle and hadn't really been introduced to the lifestyle until he met me. So I'm very conscious wow. of the fact that people need to ease into it a little bit, make sure they're doing it for the right reasons and having all the fun and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, we we still have yet to play since we've moved here. I know gonna happen <laughs> wow she's like it's going to happen so yeah, he wants it to happen too but yeah so, so so like you did not meet him your second husband in the lifestyle you met him on no, vanilla terms i'm assuming at the gym, at the gym. yeah oh shit okay. and he didn't even know that i was like i'd only just started dabbling in only fans in australia it's like decriminalized to escort i was doing a bit of escorting that sort of stuff as well okay. and um uh so when I first met him, he thought I was working as a life coach and working in research and psychology research. I was doing both. I was doing all okay. of it. Okay, just, okay. Was keeping some of it quiet. <laughs> Your vanilla career is in psychology. Yeah. Okay, okay, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how we, we met at the gym, basically, because I was competing in bodybuilding and all that sort of stuff too, and he had competed. And so he noticed me because of the muscles and the fitness side of things more than anything. And then I eased it onto him, like, oh, this is what I actually do. And this is what I'm, but he was like really open to it and was really intrigued. And uh, take my hat off to him for that. Hey there, cucks, stags, and ladies. Do you want to meet up with me, Doc Chocolate, and have a sexy experience of your life for your hot wife? Now, if you answered yes, then you must check out Doc Chocolate's Hot Wife Training Days at hotwifetrainingday.com. Now, if you've ever seen one of my sexy videos that I've recorded with hot wives, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. What's going to happen is your wife is going to get wine and dined by me. There's going to be heavy, sexy flirting. 
There's going to be an aromatherapeutic experience with me in a very low-lit, sensual environment with soft music playing in the background while your hot wife gets a world-famous dark chocolate skin-to-skin body glide with coconut oil and more. And this is going to be the experience of a lifetime for you wives out there as you go through your journey of finding your true sluttiness with dark chocolate. Want to find out more details and get your reservation with me? Then go now to hotwhitetrainingday.com to get started. Now, back to the episode. That's good. That's good. So, yes. and, and for those of you guys uh, who have not seen Lucy, uh, not only is she beautiful, but she has a banging body. So, oh, you're very uh, sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I speak the truth, girl. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's very, very like sculpted. And so, and I'm assuming that he's very sculpted himself if he was. No, you know, not necessarily. People people no. mistake um, the fact that like one fit person might be with another super fit person. And he like trains and works out really hard and all that sort of thing. But he does. He's not like a ripped, chiseled, bodybuilding looking guy. That's not actually my type. Oh, okay. Um, but damn. I value people damn. who are into fitness and who are into health and who um, are passionate about something in their life that's what i really like people who are motivated and have energy and um, don't complain and all that sort of stuff so yeah okay because i was gonna say i hey between the time of us doing this podcast and me actually meeting you in person lucy yeah i will eat some cheetos i will eat some hamburgers and pizza i'll bump up the body fats uh i'll make sure i have a little you know a little bit of a you know dad Tummy I, I love, and I'll just, I love like, it. Like to me, it doesn't matter. What matters more than anything is connection. So, but the, the two of us have just started getting back onto a diet because I put on about probably about 15, 20 pounds since moving here, just, just because of settling in, eating all of the American food. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you talking and, about our American diets? Oh, just the big portion sizes and so much. And I have a big sweet tooth, so I eat so much cake and sugar and lollies. But I, uh, I, I need to cut it out because this is the heaviest. This is actually the heaviest I've ever been. And I don't mind that. But I internally, when I eat a lot of junk, I feel really gross. I just feel shitty and I'm not, yeah. uh, I'm a bit cloudy in the head. So I'm back on a healthy diet. And today actually is my first day of like a 24-hour fast. And I'm like, okay, it's 3.30. I'm surviving. I'm actually doing okay, which goes to show I've been eating way too much fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I see that you're drinking your coffee. So, yeah. like, that's. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm allowed to have coffee in my fast. Thank God for that. <laughs> I, I know coffee, like, it, it kind of satiates my hunger as well. Cause I used to be a real mm. big uh, intermittent faster along with doing keto yeah. slash low yeah. carb. Uh, yes. And yeah, yeah, that really, really helps. And. Yeah. And I'm like that too. I'm more about connection. So, you know, uh, yeah, I like a woman that I physically desire, but I like the connection even more to me. Me That's like a primary thing. Right. I can be so turned on by just having a conversation with someone that I have never laid eyes on before. If they, if they just know the right things to say and if they have some intellect about them and are just, I don't know, like that means so much more to me. I've, I've connected with men who are very classically attractive. Like women would probably turn, break their necks 
looking at them. They'd be chiseled or they'd be really sexy, but zero connection. And I've had to fake the whole thing the entire time. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like an older woman. I'm 43. So I've been around the block and I have <laughs> I've been with a lot of people. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to that. And I, yeah, I've been with plenty of people where there's zero connection and they're very sexy and they're really bad in bed and people who are just <laughs> average looking or average bodies. And I could go all day with them, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So here's a question. We're the same age. Ooh. Hot. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. I am March 1980. What are you? June 1980. Yes, I'm older than you. So I'm your elder. So you <laughs> have to respect me, Lucy. <laughs> okay, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh shit. Dope, I never dope, say that. Dope. Well, you said it now. So, shoot. I know, it, that, it just happened. It just felt right. It, 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 and it sounded right like that that's just turned me on you're like yes say that again please like just turn me on okay daddy Ooh, shoot hey y'all like i will okay luckily she's not in australia she's just in florida you, you you're about two thousand miles away from me right now so i will lucy don't don't play with me i will hop on an airplane and come out your way do not play with me lady do okay not. i'll be good I, d- hey <laughs> be bad and that's all i expect oh my god <laughs> shoot we're we getting out of control in this podcast <laughs> we really are <laughs> people are hey, gonna be sitting there going get a room you two <laughs> hey we will hey, hey, oh i gotta tell you something funny okay so like i was in uh in new york and i was filming with uh one of my friends and she's a content creator and her name is anita uk slut for you yep <laughs> of a long name. but love it <laughs> so like the last day that i was staying with her like right before she dropped me back off at the airport i um uh she said hey doc we should like film an audio for your podcast and it's just us having sex and i yeah. was like that's a fucking great idea right that's and so, so like yeah and so like uh we just recorded it on her phone you know just the audio right and i published it and sure enough like that was like one of the most downloaded episodes right but like yeah but check this out so (laughs) some asswipe complains to spotify and they take it down and they gave me this warning saying if you ever do this again we will remove your podcast and i was like yeah it's it's always somebody it's always that one person yeah people are still so stigmatized sex you know like people are still so they really need sex (laughs) yeah they're they're yeah but it just makes people feel uncomfortable. There are, there are so many people in the world who they don't understand that emotion that it brings out in them when they hear it or when they see it. They feel uncomfortable and they, they've never really accepted that part of themselves. And that's why they'll be like, complain, complain, complain. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's weird because you're listening to a lifestyle swinger podcast so of course we're gonna talk about sex you know and um i and let me ask you this so i mean obviously your background your education is in psychology so like yeah do you feel like that has a big impact on how you've been doing the lifestyle and how you're doing content and all that Absolutely. I think it it helps me more than anything, even before I got into the lifestyle and before I did content, it just helps me understand people more. 
So I'm a little bit more tolerant, I think, when when people are negative or if they don't behave in a perfect way, I understand where where they might come from. And I, I don't accept people treating me badly, but I, I guess I just understand people more and I'm more tolerant of people. Um, but one thing it's really taught me is understanding the customer and consumer behaviour and why they buy things or why they might behave a certain way. So that it's really helped business more than anything in that side of things. Yeah. And, and you're yeah. completely right about that. Like, I mean, literally for the past 20 years, like I've been in some aspect of uh, sales uh, on the digital marketing side. And so mm-hmm. I've learned all the, you know, I, I, I study a lot of sales psychology and yeah, good um, idea. Yeah. And we really need to know that. So like, let's like move into, since we're talking about business and sales psychology, how did you transition so you're this beautiful unicorn and you know (laughs) like you you left your first husband and then you just went all buck wild and stuff like that and you know people were throwing all dicks and shit at you (laughs) like how how did you transition into doing contents okay well before i met my now husband i was uh, sort of dating people here and there and this one guy he said to me did you know because i'd always filmed myself like okay from the age of 17 i've always been an exhibitionist i've always sent okay. photos and videos on my phone or camera to lovers and just kept them on file and anyway so this one guy i was dating he said have you heard of this thing called many vids i was like no he goes well you can you can upload your videos and make money from them And I was like, oh, I had no idea. And here I am at the ripe old age of 36, only finding out that you can make money from it because porn was never really on my radar. I didn't know that it was that easy to sort of get in and sell your clips. I had no idea. I was so new to it. I was a stay-at-home mum for most of my life. And my my husband, my first husband, he was like very emotionally manipulative. So I just was very closed off, I guess, to a lot of the world, even though we were both quite open-minded and quite sexual. I just really had no idea about it. And um, yeah, I was like, no, I had no idea. And he goes, we'll look into it. And there's also this other site called OnlyFans. And I was just like, okay, cool, done. And so that's how I got into it. Wow. And this is around yeah. 2016? 2016. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, no, I probably started like uploading videos early 2017, maybe mid-2017. Okay. Because it's yeah. easy for people like you and me to know like what year things were because like our age always matches the year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. right. So like, I know like if it's 2016, I was 36, 2017, 37 and all that. That's right. Yeah. And so, so yeah, you, you kind of got into it pretty early then. I mean, uh, yes. Yeah. Cause, uh, only fans started in 2016. Is that right? Or Mm -hmm. 2017? Yes. I think, I think it was 2016. And so just a few months after I was into it and, so I'm like one of the original creators where you didn't need to upload consent forms. You didn't have to tag people. There was no PPV back then. It was all just on your wall. And I fucking loved it. It was so easy and so fun. And it was just like a slow incline of followers over the years because I never really thought that I would get to a stage where I, I am now where I'm earning good money from it. And I yeah. remember following this one. And I had I set up a Twitter account as well because that helped Big. with advertising and everything. And I remember following this this black woman called Jada, Jada, Jada. I can't remember her her handle now, but it was Jada. Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett. 
Oh, uh, no. No, teasing you. Yeah, yeah, she's an actress, right? Yeah. Hey, um, hey, 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 if she's on an OnlyFans page, I'm pretty sure it will blow up. I'd sign, oh, it would. It really would. I'd sign up to it. Um, anyway, this chick, Jada, this gorgeous black woman with the most amazing tits I'd ever seen in my life, she had, she would talk about having a background in marketing and the number of followers she had, that was my goal. I'm like, I want to be like her. I want to have that many followers and that many subscribers because that means I'm earning this much money and that's what I want to do and I'm still working towards it. <laughs> How many followers does she have? Do you remember? At that oh, at that time, oh, God, I can't remember, but it was. It would have worked out that she, based on what she was charging and she would have been earning at least probably 50000 a month or some shit like that, something ridiculous, you know. And nice. I never thought I'd ever get to that point, but I was just like, no, one day I'm going to earn $20,000 a month and and that's what I've always been working towards. So That's killer. And so so you got started and you're doing mini vids and uh, OnlyFans. And for those of you guys who uh, don't know what uh, uh, PPV is, uh, well, I guess PPV stands for pay-per-view no matter yeah. where you're at. But basically, yeah. you send a message and then people pay for your your videos. And yeah. I'm assuming you make more money from like tips and things like that, right? Or customs? No, but people know. buy my videos. Nice. That's so like really- I, I produce new content every single week and I've never really stopped since I started in 2016, whether it's a solo video or whether okay. it's with my husband or whether it's with a new creator or whatever. I produce new content every single week and I release a brand new video every single week. There may be in the time since I started in 2016, there may have been a month where I didn't have a new video, but that's it. Like I've okay. never stopped. Because I okay. love doing it, yeah, and I, I want to produce new content for my fans. So, um, yeah, I don't know how I got onto that sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> if every girl's best friend is a diamond, wouldn't you agree that every queen of spade or hot wife's best friend is a gangbang? A gangbang is literally every hot wife's fantasy, but having a gangbang party that's sexy, fun, and well-planned out is as elusive as a unicorn. Until now, at Bulls and Queens, we're now offering luxury gangbang parties to listeners of this podcast that will blow your mind. We have years of lifestyle party planning experience and can make your fantasy a reality. We host gangbangs at luxurious mansions and hotel suites. We can travel to you in your city. We can professionally film it at your request. And we offer your wife a female concierge who will meet her every needs and assist her. And we fly in proven BBC bulls that are professional, handsome, perform well, and most importantly, are STD tested so that your wife can experience a safe, fun, fantasy opportunity of a lifetime. Want to learn more about having Dot Chocolate throw your wife a luxury gangbang with three to 12 or more guys? Then visit bullsandqueens.com slash gangbang right now and fill out that short questionnaire on the page. Again, that's bullsandqueens.com slash gangbang right now and fill out that questionnaire. Spaces are limited each month, so act fast. That's bullsandqueens.com slash gangbang. Now, back to the show. 
<laughs> well, yeah, it, it was funny. It's like with a lot of us creators, like I, I literally have, I have about maybe 20 videos on backlog that I need to, you know, edit and upload and all that. Oh, and you, 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 yeah, it is, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> so some people are like, man, doc, you're out here fucking all these women. And I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I am, but other times, like, this is just stuff that I did, like, six, seven months ago. I just haven't published Oh, yes. It. That's <laughs> right. And and I now, though, this year, I'm not going to be um, doing any new collabs. Definitely want to collab with you. Um, okay, I was about I'm, to start crying. Like, no, too, too far ahead. Too far ahead. Because what I like to do, what I prefer to do is make sure that I'm releasing the video roughly the same time as my co-creator because... Okay. I don't. It's. It's. I feel like it's a bit unfair if someone releases before the other person, unless it has been explicitly agreed upon. And okay. I got so far ahead with my content um, that I just don't want to work with people, and that they want to release it the next week. But I've got three months ahead. So because okay. I'm very, I'm, I'm careful about who I work with as well this year too. I want to make sure that I'm getting great exposure. Doesn't necessarily mean they have to have a huge following, but people yeah. who really pay attention to their marketing and tagging and shouting out, that's really important to me because I'll do the same for my creators as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I make sure that uh, the only the only time I work with people now who is a collab, they pay me for it because then they own it and then they can release it whenever they want. I don't even have to have the content because that's how much content I have. But I'm, um, but I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like always being um, in a backlog of content, you don't want to be too much backlogged because then you you just be at a stage where it's too, there's too much to do, there's too much to release, and you're too yeah. far behind, you're too far ahead, and so it won't work for for like if some big collab happens and you need that to be released fairly soon. It's just going to throw everything out of whack. So at the moment, I'm, I'm actually having a little bit of a break and I have done some collabs, but they're people that I've promised to collab with for a long time and it just hasn't happened. So I, I have got some collabs lined up for that, but I'm not going to be working with anyone new until probably March. Okay, okay. Which isn't too far ahead. It's not too far ahead. No, it's not. It's like literally uh, my birthday. Yay. And Yay. Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, yeah. I what I typically do is because um, people will ask me about that too. Like uh, ladies, I collab with, and yeah. they'll say, "Okay, well, when can we release this and this and that?" And I'll say, "Hey, you you can release it anytime you want. You can release it next week yeah. if you want. You know, I don't care." I said, "I will, you know, repost and you know, uh, you mm. obviously tag me in it." Um, and then when I'm ready to release it, you know, yeah, I'll release it and uh, yeah. Cause and sometimes I, I'm okay with that as well. Like I, I've done that too with people. I'll just say um, I'm not ready to release it for two months, but if you yeah. want to do it next week, that's fine. But I always regret the times I don't discuss that because I did okay. collab with someone. I didn't discuss when it was going to be released. And then the next day I had a fan, a mutual fan contact me to say, I really love that video you did with the guy. I was like, I haven't <laughs> even downloaded it. Off. I haven't even looked at it. And I was like, that's really unfair. So he's earned money from that video and I'm not even going to release it for two months. But that was my fault because I hadn't specified that it was okay to do that. So I didn't have a go at him or anything, but I, I just need to be very careful. Like people don't realise that it's not just about 
wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, fuck as many people as you can and then sell the content. Like it is a collaboration and you've got to be mindful of when things are being posted, whether it fits with your brand and how it all works in the grand scheme of things. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. And yeah. let me let me ask you a question. So in the lifestyle mm-hmm. and the collapse side of things, you know, it seems like there is a gray area, right? Yeah. And so sometimes uh, people that are uh, just, let's call it traditional lifestyle, sometimes they look mm-hmm. at those that are content creators and they're like, well, why are you doing this? Because like, you're monetizing this and that's so mm. evil or whatever. Yeah. And uh, mm. uh, there's some people out there, not all, but there's some people where they think that uh, we just do it for monetary reasons. And oh, what would man. you say to those people, Lucy? No, of course not. Like I know some people who do only do content just for money and they don't even enjoy sex or they don't even care about it at all. For me, I do both. I love sex. I love having fun. I love playing. I like being in the lifestyle, but why not make money from it if I can? Right. I, so I, I agree. Exactly. With that. That's, that's what I think of it. But I do think you can overdo it. And I do think, I, and I, this has happened to me where you get to a stage where it's always about filming because you want to yeah. try and capture as much as you can. And then it becomes like work. And yeah. then I got to a point where I was going, oh, I've got to go shoot content. Oh, yeah. I've got to go shoot content but I'm going to go have sex with someone. And so it becomes work. And so that that's when I'm like, okay, I need a break. I need to stop filming because I need to just get back into having sex for the enjoyment of it. You don't want sex and intimacy and fun to become work. And then you're rolling your eyes at it. It's very unhealthy. It really is, you know, and like I, um, I went through that last summer and uh, you'll be proud of me, Lucy. The last three times that I played, uh, there was no cameras. Well, yeah. let, let, let me not lie. There was cameras, but it wasn't like filmed for filming purposes. It was just filmed okay. for like, oh, hey, let me, let, let, I want you to film me like sucking your cock or, yeah, hey, I want you to, because yeah. it looks good, you know? And I was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> you know, but it um, got to, it, it got to a point last year, Lucy, where I was just filming so much and I was doing shoot houses and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do this. You know, even yeah. if the woman was gorgeous, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to do yes. this. And so like what I discovered is like I need to just me personally, I need to have at least 40 to 50 percent of the time that I'm you know playing with somebody like there's no cameras or yeah. if there are cameras it's just like just throw it on a tripod and you know keep yes. the room dim and if we catch something we catch something if we don't we don't but i just want to have quite fun often, quite often those videos sell better than um proper productions anyway because people want to yeah. see amateur stuff they want to see the camera just on the tripod by the side of the bed because it's so real yeah. you know so i try to do a nice healthy mix of like interesting themed storylines and good productions to very basic amateur stuff as well. Like you got to do everything. Yeah. And, and, and funny, yeah. funny enough, Lucy was, you know, a part of market research, you know, the psychology of things. I, I've uh, polled my fans in my social media and both times that I've polled them, it usually comes out to 80% of people prefer amateur, mm. 10% of people prefer professional. And then mm. the remaining 10% don't really care. Yeah, they'll just sort of watch whatever. And if, if they're a fan of yours, they'll love it. Exactly. So yeah. basically, it's 90% of people, you could be amateur and they're going to be cool with it. 
you know and yeah. it yeah I, I think it goes to say that you know hey maybe we should just do more amateur style you know yeah i think so i think so and um one thing that took away some of the enjoyment um, for me in this industry was um, the taboo nature of it and how, like, secretive it, it used to be. That's what I really, that's what appealed to me the most because um, especially who, who I am as a person, like, I'm an academic and I'm a mother and um, I can be responsible, but no one would really know, <laughs> I don't think, you know, and I like the secrecy of it. I like when people would sort of find out, they're like, Oh my god, you do you do that? Oh my god, that's like how could you do that? You're so confident and you, you're so open and I could never do that. So as soon as it became so popular and everyone's a fucking OnlyFans model, that's when I started going, oh, now it's a fucking trend and I hate trends. <laughs> how boring. Everyone's just having sex on camera now. And so for me, I'm like always trying to find a niche or find something different to keep making it interesting because everyone does it. <laughs> yeah, everybody does it. Everybody does yeah. it. And yeah. How long have you resided in the U.S.? So obviously you're six Australian. Mm-hmm. Oh, only six months. Only six months. And what's the date? It's not the 12th. It's like the 5th today. So on the 12th of this month, it's six months. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. like It's been a you, journey. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you, yeah. do, do you think that you'll uh, stay in the United States long term or do you think you'll go back to Australia or what are your thoughts? Oh, God, I have no idea where we'll end up, but it, we're only on a temporary visa. It's for uh, two years, okay. um, but we can hopefully just keep extending that if we feel like the two years isn't long enough. I don't, for me to be successful, how I want to be successful here, I don't think two years will be long enough because we've been here six months already and I'm only just finding my feet. So I think it's going to be at least another year before I get more successful and get known and have, because I still want to um, film professionally as well, like do studio work because I love that. And to just be able to get out there and network and get my name out there, that's going to take at least another year. So I think we'll be here, we'll probably extend our visa and we'll probably be here for another two years after the initial two years and then we'll just see how we go. Because I've got to take into consideration, you know, my husband and my kids and graduation and school and all that sort of stuff as well. And we don't know if we'd want to stay in Florida as well. We might want to move. Yeah, trust me. (laughs) <laughs> i've been around <laughs> i've been around america a little bit longer yeah. than you miss lucy florida yeah, is a good place so is it it is it is like uh because you've been to uh in america you've been to obviously you've been to vegas uh mm. and california yes okay and what are some I've other been, places i've been to atlanta new york um, New Jersey, California, Vegas. Uh, I think they're the main areas I've been to, and I I love California. I love Vegas. I love New. I love all of those places more so than Florida. But I haven't lived there. There's a big difference between visiting a place and living in a place. Yeah. And I think that's what I felt when we came here. I've visited Orlando a few times and Tampa, and Miami, and then we came here and lived here. And I'm like, oh. I don't know if this is a place I want to live. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. so because like you're here and the focus is content and studio work yeah. for you, I would yeah. say Florida 
Las Vegas, LA in that area. Yeah. And those right. like you shouldn't look anywhere else. Like I, yeah, I think I need to be based in a city where there is a lot of work and can't really afford LA. California is way too expensive to live, especially because I've got is. a family. So I need a decent sized house and it's just too unaffordable for me at the moment. But Vegas is probably more affordable. So yeah. That would be on the cards for sure. Because I actually really like Vegas. There's something about the desert that really appeals to me. And I think when I was born in sort of like a bush slash coastal regional area in South Australia, like a small town. And so yeah. as a kid, I used to go walking my dog in the bush and catching lizards. And it was very desert-like <laughs> as well, like mountains, bush, scrubland and desert as well as ocean. But okay. uh, so I have this affinity for the desert and I just really, I really like Vegas. So I think... If we were to think about moving, that might be where we'd go. If you were to move out here, I would be linking up with you on a weekly basis. <laughs> There's like, so many people like, to work with out there, yeah. <laughs> you'd, be like, you'd be like, we got to block that dark chocolate. He's going texting <laughs> and calling and like, <laughs> like leave me block, alone. Um, the dark chocolate. <laughs> right? <laughs> that was hard to say. Block the dark chocolate. <laughs> block, say that three times fast. Block the dog chocolate. Block the job. Yeah. Hey, 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 at least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, so you recently started making the switch over from OnlyFans to Fansly. Is that correct? Lo loyal fans. Loyal fans. Sorry. Yeah. So, you started making the switch from OnlyFans to loyal fans. Yes, uh, I did. What happened there? Can you divulge that information? Mm. Well, I had been looking for another platform for a couple of years anyway because ever since, like, all the new rules came in with OnlyFans a couple of years ago, I just I didn't like the way they run the platform. I, I feel like for the amount of money that company earns, they could definitely make their operating system a lot better. Yes. Um, and as time went on, I just felt like they were treating me like a criminal like yep. I've been there from day one so surely they should understand the challenges it was to try and get consent forms for all that old content that I had and so the fact that you couldn't like download your own videos and they would just delete them and I would lose a lot of content because I've lost hard drives before and didn't have a good management file management system and so I've lost hundreds of pieces of great content because OnlyFans just fucking delete it and I think that's, that's really rude like they they take our money they we pay yeah. them so yeah. you know they need to look after us and they don't yeah and it has just been getting worse and worse and worse so anyway for a couple of years I've been looking for another platform tried Fansly I didn't like Fansly I just you didn't uh, no I didn't like Fansly yeah. I just could never get into it there's just too many tears and too many ways of running it I don't know I didn't get it <laughs> it's confusing so confusing and I just couldn't even work out how to post anything on my wall and I was like googling YouTube videos how the <laughs> fuck do I post something on my wall I'm like where can I find it and I just I couldn't sort it out anyway so I someone a fan I think told me about loyal fans I was like okay I'm gonna give this one a go give it a go and okay. I've liked it I really like it and I went to um Exotica in New Jersey okay. and I met the I don't, I don't know if she's the creator or the, she's the manager or runs it or whatever. She was really nice. They did a seminar and she's also just really helpful that they have good information. 
and if you don't have to tag people but you just they make sure that you keep your records and we're all trying to be responsible this is what annoys me about OnlyFans is I feel like I'm a responsible creator and I try my hardest to keep records of everything and even though I have consent forms of old content they didn't like that style of consent form anymore because it didn't have my OnlyFans handle and I'm like but this is consent the person has given me consent my name is on the consent form who cares where the fuck it's yeah. going because yeah. part of the consent form says that I'm allowed to do whatever I want with that piece of content I could do yeah. whatever I want with it and so I had hundreds of things that I had to refine consent like do new consent form for anyway the, the <laughs> systems their business model is the worst in the world so i yeah. want to eventually get rid of it and do something completely different but i still earn the most money from only fans so it's the transition is tedious yeah and and, <laughs> and 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 you guys that that are listening to this this is something which uh you guys may not know but us who are in the trenches uh putting out the content on OnlyFans, like uh, nobody that is a creator on OnlyFans, nobody likes it. No. <laughs> like everybody is looking at other platforms. And uh the thing with that is uh there's been discussion that OnlyFans is going to push out adult creators and they're slowly yeah. trying to make that transition. Uh mm. because they kind of debacled doing it a couple years ago initially yeah. and uh they're just uh removing tons of content and making it where uh when you log into your OnlyFans platform where you're kind of like your heart's beating you're like yeah it's the day that they're going to uh mm -hmm. lock me out and cancel my account and keep my money you know because like yeah. even, e e e even right now Lucy and you probably do the same thing I log in and I like uh, take out all my money on a daily basis because I'm. Don't I don't trust that. them. I, don't trust. I just did that today, and I, I just have two only two OnlyFans accounts. So I've got like a free one and a paid one, and I logged into my my free one is partially managed by someone as well. So I have okay. to pay them twenty percent of what I withdraw. So it's sort of like leave it for as long as I can because I'm like, oh, they're going to take twenty percent of my money. And then I looked at it today. I was like, oh, actually, there's quite a bit of money in there. I probably should just withdraw <laughs> it and just pay them what I owe them. Yes. Um, because because you know, I'm paranoid, and then I went into my my VIP account, and there was hardly any money earned in there because I'd only just withdrawn a couple of days ago. But I was just like, no, I'm still withdrawing all the money because yeah, they will just close it and take the money. So fuck them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like because <laughs> oh, like I, I I yeah yeah, but and I mean we could go on and on about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna try because like I, I do have fansly and loyal fans, and mm -hmm. um, it, it seems like there's a bit more people on fansly. But yeah. uh, ha have you been having a good experience with loyal fans so far? Yeah, it's been great, and I haven't even used all of the features that they have because I'm just such a busy person. Okay. Um, but how I run my loyal fans at the moment is it's just a no PP. It's my only no PPV page, so okay. all of my new content and a lot of my old content too has gone up onto my timeline at no extra cost, okay. full length videos. But it's a higher subscription, so it, but it's still only thirty dollars a month. Someone could subscribe okay. for thirty dollars. And I have over 85 full-length clips for them to watch. Wow. And then you're adding yeah. new ones every new content, week. All the new content. Yeah, I like, yeah, it's pretty much every week. All the new content will go up there as well at no extra charge. And people who subscribe, they don't 
have to pay to message because on loyal fans, you can actually set a price for people to message you like you would on Sext Panther. Oh, that's nice. But what I like about loyal fans too is you can set individual prices for your fans. So if you had a fan who was maybe a little irritating to you but you still didn't want to just fuck them off totally because they're a fan, you can set their price a little higher. So they might be more reluctant to message you constantly. So you can adjust it. Or if you've got a favourite fan and you've offered them a lifetime of free sexing or a year, you can do that. So you can you can individualise um, the payments and stuff, which I really like. I am glad I talked to you about that because I was yeah. uh, going to um, focus more on Fansly versus uh, loyal fans. Yeah. But I think I may not. I think I may do Yay! loyal fans. You may... Yeah, 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 you may have turned me to the to the dark side. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so what is your craziest lifestyle story? Craziest lifestyle story. I love lifestyle stories because they're always they're so fun because this they're filled with people a good diverse range of people so people have never done it before couples who've only just dabbled some who are just unsure some who are just like really confident and so it's a really fun place to be i haven't done it in a long time and i have to go back to it but i think my craziest <laughs> my craziest was um i was at a party back in australia okay and it was like a private party and a little bit more upper class and uh anyway this young guy was going down on me he had a milf fetish sorry i just had to make sure i wasn't talking too loudly and um so all my daughter's friends call me milf anyway so they they hate it but it's funny um so anyway we i've been playing for ages and my husband had been playing we're having a break in like the main break area and i'm sitting there naked on a stool and this young guy comes along and he's like oh but how old is he just, oh like he might be early 20s okay nice yeah and so he's like oh, I've, I've just got the biggest meal fantasy and you are so hot can i please just go down on you i'm like sure so i like lean back and get the leg ready while i'm having conversations with everyone and he's going down on me and it was great and i'm like looking down though and i see blood oh and shit I'm just like, oh, he goes, oh, God. I'm like, no, I don't have periods because I had contraceptive device where I wouldn't have a period. So I'm like, this is really weird. But sometimes randomly might happen once a year. And I'm like, this is such a bad coincidence. But what had happened is he got a blood nose. So while he was going down on me, he got a blood nose and it was just everywhere. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, are you okay? He goes, no, I'm fine. Are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. And we're, like, cleaning each other up and everyone's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, nothing happened. He just got blood nose because I think he was just, like, so dedicated to the cause. <laughs> hey. So, yeah, that was, that was like, pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. Jeez. So, so yeah. basically, Lucy, like, what you should do is you should be like, my pussy is so good that when you go to the land down under, you get a bloody nose. Yeah. You see what I did there? Like, I should be your marketing yes. director. When you go to the land down under. <laughs> it always works. It always works. It always works, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just like when you throw a boomerang, it always comes back to you. <laughs> when, when you go down on me, you're always going to come back. <laughs> I'm so corny. Like, 
<laughs> you're my first Australian that I've had on the the podcast. So like the one thing you'll learn about me is I'm super, super fucking corny. I like that though, so, it's good just being fun and lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So we are about to end this, but okay. uh, before we end this, Lucy. I want you to uh, tell us again where what is the best avenue for people to find you at. And I also want you to give some words of advice to somebody that may be wanting to get into the lifestyle or they may want to get into content. Uh, give them some words of wisdom from a beautiful 43-year-old. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay. All right. I'll try to be quick, but that's going to be a little bit hard. Oh, take your time. Take your time. I'll start. Yeah, I'll start with the advice. Um, And I think it'd be different advice for lifestyle versus content because I feel like most people who would be listening and want to get into the lifestyle might be a couple because that's usually how it goes. Like, um, I don't know. It's really hard. Like, single guys... I, from what I know is they have to pay a little bit more money or you're not allowed to go to some events unless you're in a couple situation. But I know that some places allow single guy nights. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know how it is here because I haven't been to a, uh, the events here. So, And they charge um, them out the wazoo. Yeah. Yeah. They charge a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. You, but you just got to yeah. pay. If you want to have the fun, you got to pay. Just pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless it's one of those events where it's like uh, more cuckold couples going uh, oh, okay. where it's, you know, hot wifing. And then yeah. it kind of flips the script where it's like us single guys are actually mm. the oh, prize, the, I the guess. Wanted, yeah. The prize. Okay, cool. I mean, you might be able to give more advice about that anyway, because I'm not a guy. So I'll talk, I guess, about uh, to couples. And I think when it comes to getting into the lifestyle, just ease into it. Like there's no rush. You've got the rest of your life and people aren't afraid of older people. So if you're worried about being older and needing to rush in, no, just chill, just chill, take it easy. Make sure that you're doing it for the right reason. Please make sure you're doing it for the right reason and that you have good communication between the two of you because that will be the downfall of the relationship is if you can't communicate. And talk about your feelings. The other thing to remember is that jealousy is a normal human emotion. It is normal. It is not negative. It is not evil. It is normal. We feel jealous because we care about the person. It's how we respond to the jealousy that's really important. Don't attack the person if you're feeling jealous, but be verbal about feeling jealous. And then they can come back to put your mind at ease and to help relieve the jealousy by making you feel, helping you feel secure by professing your love and your preference and for your partner, right? So, Mm -hmm. but that just goes to show that you have to be doing it for the right reasons to start off with. If you don't have good communication and respect for each other first, you shouldn't be swinging, you know? Like if a guy just wants to do it because he wants to get his dick wet outside of the relationship, it's never going to fucking work. Never. I agree. So that's the advice for couples, I think. Um, For a single woman, I think it, it... it's good to go knowing someone so you've got a little bit of support there because you might be overwhelmed. That's basic advice for you for a woman. Um, people wanting to get into content creation, if you've never done it before, it, like it's a very oversaturated market now. So it could be challenging. But I think as long as you are doing it because you love it, that's the most important thing. If you're a bit of an exhibitionist, you like to show off, you like to film, you like to put on a show, and you like to entertain. Like that's a good good starting point because if you don't like doing that, you could come across as a little awkward on the camera. Um, secondly, you just need to like to have sex. 
Yes. You know, like I, I find it weird that there are plenty of porn stars out there or content creators who don't even really like sex. It's like, why do it then? <laughs> why, why do this job if you don't like it? So just make sure you like it. Um, what else? Oh, we we're just talking about how people can contact me. Yeah, and real quick before you uh, get yeah. into that, um, uh, I forgot. I, I'm going to ask you a question that one of um, the my people on Twitter asked of you. Uh, sure. But then also, do you feel like uh, people that are, let's say, professional porn stars, do you do you feel like maybe they went through burnout? So maybe they started and they liked sex, but they were yeah. just doing it for just the money and they got burned out. And that's why they're they don't like having sex. Do you feel yes. like that may be? A, yes, absolutely. Yeah. OK, absolutely. Okay. Because if you especially if you're very popular or if you're you know, the the in-person and get booked a lot. It's just, yeah. it's exhausting because it's not just the filming and all that sort of stuff. Like studio work is quite challenging. I don't know if you've done any studio work before. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the, the, the sex part is actually the easy part. It's the dialogue yes. and the lead up and all that and the random bullshit you have to do and stop the and photos, go. And- yeah, the stop and go. And then if something, yeah, it's 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 hard work. And if, if you're just doing professional filming and it's just back-to-back film, film, travel, travel, drive here, drive there, um, I can see why the burnout would happen. And But the burnout happens a lot in a lot of different industries, in a lot of different careers, and it's about identifying when it's happening or just before it might happen and then making sure you have a healthy amount of time off and having a proper break from it. I think more than anything, um, on top of that, on top of the actual act of filming and producing and all of that sort of stuff is the constant promotion of ourselves on social media. Yeah. To me, that burns me out a lot because there's no middleman for me. I do everything in okay. my life. I don't have, like I said, I had like a, a manager for my free OnlyFans account. All they really do is constantly post the old videos. Like I'm yeah. still the one doing uploading the new videos and all that sort of stuff. So I, I do everything. And so if you can never step away from your work, that's what's going to lead to burnout. So stepping away, having a healthy break from social media as well as performing, having intimacy outside of work as well is really important. I think then that that can help people out. Beautiful, beautiful. I, that, that was very, very wise and sage words. And the question that I have is from Eric Garcia off of X, formerly known as Twitter. He asked, who is uh, Lucy's favorite female performer of all time? And who is her favorite male performer of all time? Oh, he has a list of questions. Okay, well, let's, should we start with those two? Okay, let's go with those two first. I feel feel like I know that name. I might know the fan. (laughs) Um, You do, I think. I might. I don't know. Like, Garcia is a pretty popular name, I guess. So, but um, anyway. Oh, it's always such a tough question to answer because I've worked with some really incredible people. Um, I think my favourite female performer that I've worked with is back in Australia. Her name is Gia Rouge. And the reason we haven't actually done a lot together, we've done a few things a few years ago. We never really were able to film again after that time, but we became friends. And, you know, my husband and I would hang out with her and her partner and have dinner. And I can chat to her any time on the on the phone if I want, if I need anything. But the reason I really liked working with her is because she's genuinely bisexual and we just have this really great sexual chemistry when we do film. 
and it comes across on the camera. So people love us working together. Um, but it's been years since we have. And uh, I just want to make a, an honourable mention to someone else who's no longer in the industry, but some of my fans will recognise the name. Her name was Gina Cherie, and she was back in Australia as well. But she was just dirty and kinky and naughty and <laughs> wild, and she brought that out in me as well. And we would always do the best scenes together. And she was like uh, always had crazy wigs and wild hair but covered in tattoos as well. And okay. um, I really, I really liked working with her, and I really miss her. Like she, she vanished out of the industry completely. Mm. No one knows how to get in contact with her. No one knows oh, where wow. she lives. Complete vanish. Yeah, like she's still alive. Oh, okay, <laughs> we know she's still alive. I, I, I was, I was thinking yeah, that, no, but missing. I didn't want to ask you. I didn't want to ask <laughs> you. Not missing. Not missing. <laughs> okay. But she, she made it clear to me that uh, she was like, as soon as I turn forty, I will be out of the industry, and no one will be able to contact me. And even though we're good friends and I love you and everything, you will not be able to contact me because that's a choice that I made. Because she'd been in the industry for twenty years, and she just knew that that was her cutoff date, and that's what she did. And was like, oh. But anyway, yeah. and what's really funny is OnlyFans just removed some of our content from years ago because back in the day when we used to film. You didn't have to have the consent forms, and I don't have consent yeah. form from her, so they've removed it, and I no longer have it. I'm just like, but yeah. You- so, uh, Gia Rouge, okay, G I A R O U G E. Go follow her. She'll be on X. Um, okay. she's amazing. She's so sexy. She has like bright orange hair, which is going back to red, but she's just like a stunning goddess. Um, nice. and and then male, okay. <laughs> Your content creator. This is so hard because <laughs> yeah. I've worked with so many amazing people. I really have. Um, and I think what I'm going to say will come down to, I guess, genuine connection and liking the person in, in, in a very honest, loving way, you know. And I think that's Boswell Black. Okay. Okay. I know him. Yeah. Yeah, we've done, we've worked a lot together, but I would consider us friends as well. And we can hang out and it doesn't even have to be content. But if there is content, it can be just very amateur, you know, phone on the tripod. Or I think he's got a great um, creative style as well. So when he does his storylines, I find that they're always funny and quirky, which makes him fun to work with. But he's also very chill and very relaxed. So if things weren't going or wor- working out the way that it was planned. I don't feel like there's pressure. Yeah, and he has a dick the size of my forearm. Yeah, it is very big. <laughs> I actually, it's actually hard for me to take. It's actually I, really hard for me to take. And well, quite often, if we're not going to film, I'd be like, oh, thank I, God for that. I <laughs> like okay. So like when I when I first met Boswell, it was I think uh, no, because we went to Florida together. Be him and a guy oh, named cool. Rob Nation, uh, yeah. and then I so I think I met him last February. And so I was filming a scene for him and uh, a lady named Melissa Johnson. And, uh, you, you know, I've seen him on video, but I'm not I'm not paying attention to the dude's dick. Right. And yeah, so yeah. I'm videotaping and then like I see him whip out this weapon of mass destruction. And I was like, oh, he's, <laughs> that's a pretty large dude. Right. And, you know, I'm, you, you know, you don't really think these things. Right. Because I've been in the adult for long enough where I know, OK, just because the dude is tall. Right. Doesn't mean he's going to yeah, necessarily have like speak. a big. Uh, cock, right. right in Boswell, yeah. he's about six three, I would say, and mm. uh, six two, six three, probably six three. And yeah. so, like, um, anyways, they start doing 
anal. And I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you stick it all that in the ass. Yeah. I was like, God. And I'm like holding the camera and I'm expecting her like anus to just explode. <laughs> and I'm, I'm keeping my face away as I'm like recording it, Lucy. And I was like, wow. I am very, very impressed by that woman's anal because she was a smaller woman. She was about 5'2", maybe 135-ish in that range. And like she took that dick like a champ. And I was like, (laughs) she is going to be shitting bricks for the next two months. I was like, God damn. we, We joke about it all the time. He's just like, you know, Lucy, you know, I want your ass one day. And I'm like, there's no fucking way you're getting that dick near my a-hole. <laughs> okay. I will say on Basel's defense, like, he uh, was taking his time. So, it's not like, because, uh, you know, he's a gentleman. So, like, he, he wasn't, like, Absolutely. just, like, like ah, just ramming it. Yeah. He took his time. And uh, that's the one thing that I will say. So, like, uh, uh, she did have uh, a pleasurable time. Yes, absolutely. And you that's know. another thing I really like about Boswell is he knows how to use his massive dick and to the point where it's not going to hurt the woman. There are a lot of guys who have um, uh, BBCs who who just feel like they actually have to pound harder. It's like your dick is huge. You don't actually need to pound. <laughs> yeah. And Boswell knows how to hold back but to still make it look like he's pounding. So he's actually a good performer as well. And so I think overall he would be my favourite. But I have worked with some really incredible male talent. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. And um, who's your favorite podcaster that you want to work with? Oh, <laughs> geez. I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts, but I know of <laughs> some. And it's just because I'm I, my attention span is like so small. But it's you, of course. <laughs> I've always wanted to work with you. <laughs> You you don't have to throw that question out. I I have to throw that out there. I know, I know. But I just, I do want to um, say that I wouldn't mind having a chat with Holly Randall. I love her. Yeah, I I think she's great. I want to get her on the podcast. Like, uh, yes, you should. Yes, I fucking like love everything about her. So, um, okay, great. I think you should be on the Holly Randall show. Why haven't you been on her show yet? I haven't actually just applied to have a chat. Like I know plenty of people that I'm friends with that have um, had a chat with her and I just haven't, yeah, I haven't thought about reaching out yet, I guess. Still trying to settle in and find my feet here and uh, focus on um, filming. I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. And what's the best way for people to reach you again, Miss Lucy oh, yes. Power? Yes. So if you want to follow like my daily adventures and see all my pretty photos and stuff, you've got to do Instagram or X and they're the same handle, which is real Lucy Power, L-U-C-I-P-O-W-E-R. So Lucy Power, not power. Um, You said that with an American accent. You you just said that with an American accent. (laughs) Like Lucy Power. (laughs) I have to because people think that I'm saying, I guess, P-O-W-A because I say power. (laughs) Say give me a line in an American accent. I'm very, very impressed. I don't. I can't. I, I don't think that I can um, say American accent. Do an American accent unless I'm just like correcting power to power. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can do it, but when I'm on the spot, I'm like, oh, 
know what to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> what do I do, do with it. my hands? <laughs> okay, give us another Lucy Power. Give us a new another Lucy Power in your American accents. Lucy Power. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lucy power. It's like you got to accentuate the ah, the power. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, you you said it perfect. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, follow me on Instagram or X, Real Lucy Power, or if you want to contact me direct for shoots and stuff like that, it's Lucy Power Productions at gmail Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So you guys, ladies, make sure you follow this beautiful lady. She is blowing up. She has some of the most like creative content out there. She's a Thank lovely you. woman inside and out. You're welcome. <laughs> and until next time, Bulls and Queens Nation, y'all stay blessed. Y'all make love and not war. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.